Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right You know what's going on when you hear that MVP chant You already know what's the deal It's the most valuable podcast in the world The Hitman Podcast The Kid Chris checking in I got my brother Mo, we're going to be tapping in with him in a second Just wanted to reach out to y'all Thank y'all so much for tuning in each and every week with us We truly appreciate it This week we got something special for y'all It's another target practice interview But it's one like no other We got Cody Mack CEO, founder, president, social commentator for What's the Word TV. He came, chopped it up with us for a little while uh, this week. We got into some real cool topics, talked about the inception of What's the Word TV and how they follow Chicago culture. Cody tapped in with us and told us who he wanted to see projects from as far as the hip-hop scene in Chicago, as well as some sports stuff, what we got going on with the Bulls, how we can get them back to the 90s making the Bulls 1996 again. Mo asked him a couple of questions about building the crib and what we need to do in terms of fighting off COVID-19, fighting off racial injustice, and putting Chicago on the map as far as standing up there with them tall cities like L.A., New York City, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure y'all tap in with us, lock in with us. Each and every week we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Shout out to the sponsor, Anchor. Uh, and many other places. We we downloadable everywhere podcasts live. I want y'all to stay tuned to the end of the episode. We're getting ready to do a big giveaway in the upcoming week. So make sure y'all pass this along. Like it, subscribe. Make sure y'all five-star review us. Throw some ratings up there. We want to make sure that all the new subscribers that are coming in have a way to reach out to us. So y'all can always hit us up in the mailbag, the hitmanpodcast at gmail.com. We got the Instagram going with the sneaker rundown as well as anything sports related at the hitman podcast at labeled and known at M O underscore S A L one. All right. With all that being said, got all that business out of the way. Episode nine target practice with Cody Mack. Let's do it. I know hit me. One thing that I noticed about your page that I really respect is that you guys, uh, post about all aspects of life in Chicago. Um, not only the negativity that you you know you hear from different media outlets about Chicago. It, we obviously know there's a, a, a terrible thing with the violence going on, especially between with, with the young adults um, and the young teenagers in the city. But you guys do a good job of you know putting out content that shows us, in a sense, building the crib, which is your hashtag that you guys make infamous. Um, hashtag build the crib. Um, how did that come about, and what does that mean to you? Um, I, I feel like, um, it come about because my purpose, my overall purpose is to, um, change the narrative. Like, that's our purpose at What's the Word. Like, we want to change that narrative, the national narrative that people think of Chicago, you know. Um, and that came about, uh, you know, like, in 2015, I went to the Million Man March of 20, I think it was the 20th anniversary, and the Million Man March of 2015, Farrakhan right, right, had a right. Uh, so I traveled out there and Faircon was talking about, you know, like how the media perceive you and make sure that they, and he was showing like, yo, they don't, they don't, they not going to show us like this. 
you know, he was talking about like how the brothers was militant and just how the women was and just how we was unified out there. So they never really showed this type of stuff. And then it was actually a young lady that I met from Howard out there. Um, and she was like, yo, we from the country of Chicago. We see it's bad out there. Y'all just killed this one when a shorty to um, God rest his soul. Um, Tyshawn Lee, the little nine-year-old that got killed drug in the alley and they killed him. Um, this was around that time when that was at its high. And they just like, man, it's so bad out there in Chicago. It's like, we want to come out there and do something. Like, we need a... They, they coming at us like we like a third world country. Like, it's just a full-on war. Like, that's how they thinking. I'm like, yo, I'm telling her, like, Chicago, like, shit, if you, if you move, right, you can live 10, 15 years, right, even, you know what I'm saying, bumping into none of that type shit. Exactly. So, um, so I'm like, yo, it got to be yeah. something. We got to change that narrative, you know what I'm saying, nationally. Then you got punks like um, academic that, you know what I mean, really just made a whole living and career off instigating street shit in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Nasty. Nasty living off that off that shit, man. For real. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I'm like, yo, we gotta change this narrative for, for my city because I, I it's powering it. You know, it's powering the way how people think. And it, I'm, I'm a Chicago win. Everything about me is Chicago. Like, I, I love the Bulls. You know what I mean? I want to be the my goal is to be the, the Bulls version of Spike Lee. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, it's like I, I love my culture, so it's like I feel like that was my God-given duty when I was blessed with this platform to try to figure out how to change the narrative. And then I feel like personally, we have been doing a good job at that. Um, yeah, I think we feel like we've been doing a good job with that and helping people see all aspects of the city. You know, word one thousand percent. That's actually gonna. That's a perfect segue into my next subject. Uh, kind of melding in a little bit of the sports. I know your your people from the low end. And you spoke a little bit about being the Spike Lee for for the Spike Lee or the, the Bulls version of Spike Lee. When we talk mm-hmm. about when we talk about your your you know phenomenal take on on social commentary in Chicago, um, who is your inspiration from from a journalism standpoint? I know particularly for me, I think about AJ and Free from 106 and Park and Big Tigger, Mike Wilbon, Fab Five, Freddie. Uh, even Ice Cube and, and shout out to shout out to another Chicago uh, Doma T Pongo shout out to Prof. Um, they do a great job of showcasing uh, their love for the city, but also maintaining that level of professionalism that they can be worldly. So my question to you is: when when you all are you know going into social commentary, who are some of the inspirations uh, behind your method uh, of producing that content? Um, so first thing I want to shout out to, I want to shout out to this brother, um, from Chicago and he's actually one that introduced me to, it's crazy. He introduced me to journalism way back in the day. And, you know, people don't know basketball is like my first love. Like growing up, I love basketball. I know every stat. I knew every trade. I thought I was going to leave. If I wasn't going to leave, I was going to be a sports agent or a sports journalist. I mean, but, uh, Scoop Jackson, um, this guy named Scoop Jackson from Chicago. Oh, um, my God. Yes, sir. Shout out, shout out to the guy, Scoop. He's the guy. We yes, got, we got to holler at you after the pod. We got we got, we got, got something in the works. We're going to rap with you. But keep going, though. Okay. Yeah, so Scoop came and um, spoke to my class, and, like, he was real cool with one of my professors. And, like, he spoke to my class, and he said, like, he had, like, this after-school group. Um, I said professor, but it's teaching when you're in elementary school. But he had this class going on after, like, this group of men, like, mentoring. Like, he would bring, like, his so like, you know, his lo- lo- local celebrities, um, influences to the school and talk to us. Like, I remember Leon Rogers came up to us a few times. It's like, you shout know, to Leon, shout to Leon. 
uh, and they used to just give us game about the scene. Scoop used to give me so much game. Uh, I wish I would have stayed in contact with Scoop over the years. But once, like, Scoop, like, the, my mindset was so, like, on social, like, like the, the social commentary and, like, the shit that goes on within the culture. And so back then, like, I had did a piece on, um, on the Shaq and Kobe thing. And I, was, I spoke on, um, this is like, 04, when they was, like, breaking up. And I had spoke on, um, like, my piece was about, like, how the NBA was slavery and how it's, like, set up and dribble and all this. And this was back then as a shorty. It's, like, fifth, sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? And this is how it was coming. And then school, they was like, yo, um, my teacher was like, yo, school, I really wanted to take this kid. And I want you to really pay attention to this project. And school, and school was the first person that broke down to me. Like, okay, it is the racism part of the thing, but it's, like, you know what I'm saying, about business. He's the one that showed me business uh, aspect of it and why they couldn't sign Shaq and Kobe to salary cap and shit like that. But he was breaking a lot of shit down to me and all that type of shit. So shout out to Scoop Jackson. But to go back into what you're saying, like, um, different people that uh, that I personally look up to um, when it comes to commentary. Um, uh, Joe Budden is a big one because um, he's, like, non-traditional. Um you know, media guy, uh, comes, so I like him. Um, uh, I like Trevor Noah. Uh, shout out to him. Man, it's a lot. I'm trying to think. It's a lot where you can go back to. Um, Tigger was another one. I like Tigger. Right. Shout out to Tigger. I like how Tigger, Tigger used to give it up as a shorty watching him. Um, Damn, bro, this is gonna come to me. No one's gonna be like, as a kind of like, ask me this in a while. <laughs> Those are good personalities, though. Those are all great, you know, journalists. Oh, man, yeah, nobody asked me this in a while. But, um,. <laughs> Nah, yeah. that, that, you good. You good with that though. That that's that's the take we needed right there. Cause when I just that's when I speak to it, is. when I speak to it, it's just nowadays, especially for the young folks. Like when we get when we consume our news, it's not the it's not the traditional. You turn on the news. You feel me? Like a lot of people right. consume their news through media outlets via social media. And me personally, once what's the word TV is probably my number one and number two when I'm looking for not just our people being showcased, but just what's going on in the world today. You feel me? And mm -hmm. everything, and what goes on in the world starts at home. So when I see what's going on in Chicago, I always tune into the channel and see what's up, as well as the YouTube page to see what new interviews you got cracking, what new content y'all got coming up. Um, so again, it's just a testament to that. And you always, you know, pulling from um, the inspirations. Like I said, we have a lot of similar, um, a lot of similar inspiration, a lot of similar people that, we kind of tailored our craft after. And again, like I said, Scoop is one of those one of those giants. He's one of those legends. I'm actually finishing up his book right now that he just dropped right before COVID happened. And he's spitting, he's spitting some real game about what's going on in the culture today. He talks about Kaepernick. He talks about uh, women and the disenfranchisement of women in sports. I, I, I really encourage you to pick it up. It's called The Game Is Not A Game. I'll shoot you the link uh, when we get off. But yeah, man, shout out to Scoop. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna definitely take that out. I ain't gonna still write a book. I'm gonna definitely take that out. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to get into it with you, bro, about sports. You just, you know, you said that you used to follow everything, all yeah, the stats, you, all the yeah, trades, yeah. everything that's going on. So let's talk about it. Uh, I want to ask this question first. So this restart is happening. Uh, who you got winning the championship this year? Uh, 
I gotta go with Kawhi. Gotta go with Kawhi and the Clippers, man. Clippers, man. Okay. My my take on the my take on this beginning of the season was Clippers, Boston in the finals, man. You know I'm standing on that. That's decent. That's a, that's a decent pick. That's shout out to Chicago. Shout out to Westside Bev. Shout out Doc Rivers Proviso East. You feel me? They gonna be putting off for Chicago. That's a decent little pick, Cody. Be putting off for Chicago. That's a decent little pick, Cody. That's a, that's a nice pick. That's a nice pick for a finals matchup for sure. So let's get into the second part of it. What do the Bulls need to do to get back to where we used to be? I know it's a sad that question. Was, I even sound sad wow. saying, saying it. But go ahead and, wow. you know, uh, if you were the wow, GM, what bro. would you do? Um, First thing I would do if I was the Bulls GM, I would hire me. You know, <laughs> I would hire me because you, you need somebody that know the culture. You know what I mean? Um, And we, I can't really say we got any rappers that connected that know the culture. I mean, they tried with Chance, and I love Chance and Chance, but what he do, but Chance is not really connected to the culture. Um, from um, from that standpoint, you know what I mean. And I can just sound like I can say on that, like uh, I don't want to come off like I'm talking down on the man and all like that. But it's like no, no, no. Shout out to channel. Shout out to Chance. Yeah, yeah I'm talking about from I'm a sports fuck, standpoint. I feel you. Yeah, he yeah. I fuck with Chance hard. Like, but he's not connected. He's like he's not. He's not. That's not him. You know, that's not his realm. So we not gonna follow him into the sports realm. You know what I'm saying? Um. So we need somebody like me, and it should. I will bring Chance around, but you need somebody like me that know music, you know, hip hop. Cause you got to understand the culture. You know what I mean? You got to have a swag. Like we went from Michael Jordan, probably the most revolutionary person of all sports, the only person that I feel like in the game of basketball that ever came close to like connecting to the culture, like Michael Jordan did with Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Uh, I so vote. So you need somebody like that to like bridge Chicago, like bring Chicago back into the Bulls. You know what I mean? So that's the first thing we need to do. Like halftime performances. You know who we have been in the building sitting courtside. Like there was no like you. You supposed to have. Well, I know Keith can't really come to the city like that, but you supposed to have your Dirk at the game. You supposed to have your D Herbo at the game. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you supposed Atlanta does you a good gotta, job of doing that. See what I'm saying? Like they they yeah. connected to the culture. You know what I mean? Right. New York just New York just hired Steve Stout, so he's trying to bring that back to the Knicks. You know what I mean? Jay Z already did that with the Nets, like he made the Nets a nice attraction. People wanted to go to the Barclays and watch the Nets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they doing that in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Like now you see now you see Kevin Hart at the game. You see Meek Mill at the game. You right. see famous people that's in Philadelphia at the game. So you got to bring the city, like iconic people from the city, back in tune with the Bulls. That's just that's just that. You know right. what I'm saying? That's the first thing you got to do with the culture. And then, once you identify the culture, it comes down with coaching. Now we need we need somebody. We need a good coach, man. Because I'm not even gonna lie, bro. I'm actually working on a piece right now that I was gonna write, um, talking about it, like comparing is like is Zach Levine or Kobe Bryant. The, you know what I'm saying like if you and I, people people when I said it like is Zach Levine is Zach Levine. That like is can can Zach Levine be our Kobe Bryant? Because if you look at their stats from their first seven, eight seasons in the league, a freshman like Zach Levine having, I think he pulled ACL or something back up his leg, but they were damn near compatible. You know what I mean? And they game similar game style. Zach Levine don't play defense, so he can get better on defense. 
Yeah, that's a, that was my same answer. Because you got to look at it this way. Uh, the Bulls are a young team. And it goes back to what Cody said before. We have to change the culture of what the Bulls and what Chicago stands for when we're talking about the Bulls. Uh, our league is, what, 90% black. The probably 90% of the players on the Bulls are black. So we need to bring that type of culture to Chicago to make it enticing for free agents who are stars to come to Chicago. There's no reason why these stars were never talked about. And that's because of the culture that surrounds the Bulls. So that has to be changed. And that can be changed with a coach like Mark Jackson. Plain and simple. I mean, nothing, nothing's cool about Chicago sports right now. When we talk about culture, there's nothing cool. There's nobody in Chicago sports where you can be like, I'm a black kid from the South or West of Chicago and be like, I want to be like that. There's right. one person that's trying right now. It's uh, Tim Anderson from the Chicago White Sox. If you pay attention, because I went to school for marketing, so I'll be understanding this shit. You pay attention to what he's doing. Like, Tim Anderson is linking with all the popular Chicago rappers. He's getting this, like, who watches baseball? Right, exactly. Exactly. Great point. But he's linking with the King Vons and D Herbo. Like, they know him. They rock with him. You know what I'm saying? White Sox, South Side. Like, he's getting that. Like, he understands marketing. He understands what goes on. You know what I'm saying? Nothing about Chicago sports is cool. The Bulls is supposed to, like, you can't get, the Bulls is the fucking, the coolest shit ever because of Michael Jordan, but you know what I'm saying? But they just not cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, with the Chicago Bears, like, they fucking drafted Trubisky, you know what I'm saying? You, like, we, like, cause they don't want flavor in their quarterback, as their quarterback. We need some type of flavor, some type of coolness. Like, it's nowhere in hell to shot Washington was supposed to be the number two or number three pick that year. Exactly. Speak on it. Not even, not even talking about Patrick Mahomes. Like that was like, God, like that shit. They lucked up on that. But like the sound watch, that was fucking the go-to pick. You weren't supposed to do that. You know, you were supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? But like the Bulls don't have it. it it's like it's not cool to miss Chicago. So if you get somebody like Mark Jackson, that's ain't he one of them? You know what I'm saying? He come from that hard-nosed New York basketball. He he come from old school. He's relatable. People rock with him. Like they, as people, and he got respect as a coach. Like players going players will want to play for him. You know what I mean? Right on. There's there's a lot of young coaches and a lot of like you said a lot of people that are in tune with the culture of basketball that come from that um, that'll be able to give that perspective. Not just from excuse me, not just from uh, trying to mentor young players, but also saying like I'm not telling you anything that I haven't gone through or nothing that I've you know haven't experienced. So. Really good, really good point in saying that. I want to see Jack back in the league as a coach. Uh, he took the Warriors right there to the steps of the championship, and then Steve Kerr kind of took them over the edge. But the argument is always going to be there. Like, if he'd have had that opportunity to go back that next year, would he have been able to get them the championship over Steve Kerr? Uh, I want to go back to something that you that, that I mentioned earlier and I wanted to ask you about. Um, how – what was your perspective? Or how did you feel about uh, – Chicago putting on the NBA All-Star Weekend. How did you feel we did as a city overall as compared to these past couple of years where they had in L.A. and Charlotte, Brooklyn a couple of – I mean, New York a couple of years ago. How do you feel like Chicago did overall, bro? Um, Shit, I think that weather fucked it up. For one, I think the weather really fucked it up. Right on. Being that cold, by being that cold, so we can't get the experience. Um, but uh, I really wasn't uh, – I feel like – it really wasn't nothing. Uh, you feel like it was a lot just, left on the table, huh? Yeah, I don't think it. I think they could have did a better job. But I understand 
the weather was a big thing. That weather kind of people didn't want to come outside, and then you had a lot of celebrities that didn't want to come in town because of that. So I mean, that was a big thing. But uh, yeah, I think it. I think that probably played a big. So it wasn't really the impact that I thought it was gonna have. It really wasn't that. Then by Kobe dying, so it was kind of like a little gray, like like a gray cloud over the NBA. So it wasn't really what I would have thought. It wasn't really a celebration how I thought it would have been. And I don't like the fact how like Black Chicago was kind of excluded when it comes to the NBA All-Star Weekend. Wonderful point. That's exactly what I was going to say. There were a couple of things that Mo and I had gone back and forth about. Uh, from the jerseys, I felt like there was a better design in place um, in the past few years in a few cities. Whereas this one seems a little little bit lazy for for Chicago, you know what I mean? Like we haven't had the, the All Star game since what eighty eight, something like that. And then the fact that we're the third largest media market in the country, you know, everybody's rocking mics. Um, you know, you saw Kanye kind of do his thing with the with the Tesla trucks and the rollout they was giving out Yeezys in the, in the around the city. And when you speak about Celebrity Row, I would love to see Kanye have a bigger presence. Uh, he was front row at the game with his wife, but just being a bigger fixture, if we would have been able, and mind you, this is, mind you, this is pre-COVID, so uh, concerts were still going on. You know how Kanye like to do things. He do pop-up albums, pop-up this, pop-up that. I would have loved to see Kanye do like a pop-up performance. Uh, Chance was kind of at the forefront. Uh, he did his thing, but like you said, you would have loved to see a lot more Chicago talent as opposed to just everybody rolling out common every time something big comes about. Or every, like people, and, and not only that, but not just the bigger stars, but the people that actually live in Chicago. Like none of our stars, none of our luminaries live in Chicago full time. You know what I mean? Kanye's in LA, Common's back and forth between Chicago, LA, and New York. Um, just to name a few, like LaRoyce Hawkins did his thing in the celebrity game. Shout out to LaRoy, shout out to Chicago PD. But uh, I would have loved to see Lena out doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Will Bond on, on PTI, I would love to see him do a lot more. So um, that's the, it's, it's a really good point that you make in terms of like black Chicago really wasn't on display like we should have been, uh, especially with us having an all-star game. I mean, it's a lot to go into what you just said. Um, it's a lot. Um and um, how can I put this? You gotta, you definitely gotta understand that uh, that with Ye, um, I can see why Ye really didn't want to go over the top for the NBA All Star Weekend because Chance was the host. It was Chance Shine. You know what I'm saying? I get so, you. I get you. So, so it's sense. like. So you don't want to overdo that. Like, you want to let Chance get his, you know what I'm saying? Let Chance do his thing. So it was his chance to post a CD. It was his chance to sing. You know what I'm saying? They didn't choose Kanye. So Kanye, why would he do something overdo what Chance got going? I was just saying in comparison, I, I, I'm not, we're not downgrading Chance at all. Chance is the man. Chance is, is putting on for the city like no one we've ever seen. I I would I agree with you though in your sentiment saying that we could have done so much more. There was so much more left on the table for us. When you think about last year uh, in Charlotte, J. Cole's performance at halftime was amazing. Meek Mill's intro to the All Star Game was amazing, right? Right. When we get to come to Chicago, we love Common, but Common has been on been on the scene for almost thirty years, man. He did the halftime show. He was in the celebrity game. He was kind of doing pop-ups and activations all around the city. I would just I would have loved to see uh, a more united front, and especially with Kanye being 
in town, I would have loved to have seen him collaborate more. Even and, and who knows, maybe he has. Maybe we don't. Maybe we haven't seen everything that was done in the city. But like you said, G Herbo, Louie, Dreezy, Tink, Polo G, a lot, a lot of folks. Not, these are not national um, crossover artists. Exactly, um, but that but that would have been the perfect time to showcase what we have as a city, what we have to offer, and not only that, that's how you become, that's how you step into that national space. You go from local to regional to national. You know that better than anybody with starting what's the word. Like you all, you all give social commentary on Chicago that reaches national waves. You feel what I'm saying? So you have to start somewhere, and why not start on the biggest stage? Not why not start where you have the biggest presentation? When all star, all star NBA is in your city. Why not show off what you have? Your cuisine, your culture, your scenery, your your everything, like your your, your entertainment. Why not do that? Um, probably a lot of politics, bro. Like it gotta be a lot of behind the scenes politics. Then you gotta understand, um, when it comes to Chicago, people were really on the fence to come here because of the reputation the city got. Um uh and then you spoke on something, um you spoke on something about all the name drops of the people that kind of crossed over to that mainstream market. A lot of people outside of Chance, there's no, you can't really name, I can't even name three people that crossed over to the Chicago, that crossed over to the mainstream media or this mainstream just entertainment market while they were still in Chicago. Mm. Like Kanye didn't get famous in Chicago. Kanye got famous when he was in New York on his Rockefeller shit. Same thing for Comet. You know what I mean? A lot of these people that got like this mainstream Lena Waithe, like she was in LA, you know? Keith too. You know what I'm saying? Like even our own comedians, you know what I mean? Like a lot of them moved other places and they got famous and doing movies or other that, but they didn't do a Chicago type Friday type movie and got famous for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they got famous from being other people. They just from Chicago, you know what I mean? Like, matter of fact, Derrick Rose and Chance the Rapper are the only two people that I could think of right now. And that, that was like, yo, I'm from Chicago, out of Chicago, and I got my claim, my claim to fame being like right out of right out the city, like a six months removed type shit. You know what I'm saying? Derrick Rose only played like six months at Memphis before he got drafted to come back to the Bulls. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like a lot of those people, and it's just me, it's like, you gotta think, I'm from here, but you know, I got roots here, but it's like, yo, my life is taking me other places. So they don't, they're not even really feel that connected to the city life that you were saying. You know what I mean? So you can't really hold that against us. Like, they from Chicago, but it's like, they life took them to other places. So it's like, they don't even really know where to start. You know what I mean? They won't even know where to start when it comes to this new wave of Chicago culture. Probably don't, don't even know where to start with, like, finding a Dreezy or thing. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Or a Polo G. Right. Right. I think that I agree with you. Politics plays a big role into how, you know, our young talent in the city is getting, you know, getting up. And that's what you're doing with What's the Word, which that's what I love about it, that you're giving, you know, you shine a light on these artists that's from the crib. So hopefully they can blow up at the crib and, you know, provide impact. So my last question for you is um, just staying, sticking around the sports thing. What do you think? Because we talked, we, we've been talking about what the Bulls need to do, how we need to shine light on our Chicago culture and put them in these teams that represent our city. Um, what do you think that having successful teams uh, and the reason why I'm asking this question before I ask it is that uh, when Rose was in the shop and it was the 
those years were like magical when he won the MVP uh, the Bulls were going to the playoffs on the brink of you know right. having the battles with Miami on the brink of going to the finals uh, the city seemed like it was such in a good place especially with the youth too um, what do you think that having successful sports teams that are connected to Chicago culture um, would do for the city and especially for the young um It's one thing to have a successful sports team. I mean, the Cubs and the Blackhawks, they win, they was their winners in the recent years. And that ain't really changed it for the city. Um, but when you said, when you pick on somebody like D. Rose or even with Michael Jordan and them, like people don't know, Mike was connected to the hood, you know? Like, uh, he used to play basketball right. at the Chicago Park District, you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people from Foster Park, a lot of the uh, brothers from Foster Park. Got nothing but memories of Mike coming there playing pickup games with them. You know right, that was in his contract. That that for love of the that, uh, for the love of the game clause. He's like, I can play basketball whenever I feel like it, not just for the yeah. Bulls. So that was a real big deal. That was revolutionary back then. So he like really did stuff. You know, what I'm saying the same thing with like Kobe. Like people love Kobe. Kobe pulled up to the rucker. You know what I mean? And he gonna hoop. You know what I mean? And someone like people like T Mac and the rest of these guys. So I think when it comes down to like sports, you gotta have people that's actually connected. And I think that's just the mis- that's the that's the next step with Chicago culture in general. It's one thing it's one thing to say I'm from the shot. Like I take the TV show Shotgun for example. It's right. a dope TV show. I like the TV show. I like the script. I like what they're doing. But nothing about that show says Chicago. Exactly. I'm glad you said that, bro. I said that the first time I mm. saw it, season one, I was like, they got every all of the prominent roles on this show are occupied by people that are not from Chicago. Yeah, the, the language not Chicago. The feel of it on Chicago. I don't feel like I'm I'm watching Chicago watching. But like that's but that's not to take away from the how good I feel like the show is. Like I, I watched the show. Yeah, it's, like an, the it's show. an amazing show. Yeah, the show is a great show. Yeah. I feel, so what, you, doing feel her, what you're saying. Hey, Linda's doing her thing. There's no knock on her, but it's that disconnect. I mean that's the thing. Like you say with Chicago people get on, they move, they leave, and there's nobody in these inner circles. Like in LA, um, the L.A. superstars that's from L.A., like, they still in L.A. You know what I mean? The people that's from Atlanta, like, they get on from Atlanta, they still stay in Atlanta. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And I think, like, Chicago, we don't have the the, the Hollywood effect is gone. That's why every time we see a, a celebrity, like, we got to get a picture or we, got, we get overhyped. When you're in a club in Atlanta, if a thug or all of them walk in, it ain't like a big thing, like all thug. It's like I see thug all the time. He partying with us. But if you see somebody from Chicago come out there, it's like yo, they gonna be recording them. Like oh, I gotta get a picture with thug. So like this is like, it's it's a, we don't see this type of stuff. So it's like all this stuff is like ah, it's Hollywood to us. So the discon- that's where the disconnect is. Like we need representation. Like I like I said earlier, we would I would love to see our artists, our athletes. Um, to be connected to the city more. Like if they lived here, they did initiatives here. If on um, like what Tim Anderson's doing, like if he's if he's politicking with King Von and they got a relationship, uh shit, you never know. Um fucking uh you know, every all the kids might stop being White Sox fans. Now you got people want to play baseball again. Yeah, so like and, and, right. The young boy uh the young boy uh Ed Howard out of Mount Carmel. Yeah, I was just about to about, I was just about to mention him. Like you know, if people get behind him more, he on the north side now because like you know, like that's why I get people in tune with it. You know what I mean? Back to playing baseball. Cause I was from the projects, like I used to live in Ida B. Wells and like, 
we played like my cousin and them played baseball and, and they got me into baseball and that's what got me learning about White Sox players like Paul Conerco because my cousin was like a huge Paul Conerco fan. Oh yeah. And that was like his thing, you know what I mean? So I was like, they got me learning more so about like that baseball because the culture, that's what we was doing uh, in the Jets, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know if y'all ever seen like them little boxes that had like the little squares. It's a square box with an X in it. Yeah, bro. We, no, we know. We know. We, I'm talking about. In the, you talking about in the lot. You talking about in the lot, bro. I'm with you, bro. We was yeah. we was down with baseball when it was the old Comiskey before they moved it across the street. Frank Thomas was my man. Frank Thomas, yeah. uh, uh, Robin Ventura. Yeah, those was my guys. I, we talked about it a couple episodes back. How you know the feeling was different on the north side as opposed to going to Comiskey. It's, it's, it's really interesting that you brought that up too. We had Cappy Pondexter on last week, and she talked about like. Chicago people, people from Chicago, we got our own style, our own language. Our storytelling is different. People, your people, eyes light up when you go out of town. And you say you're from Chicago. They're like, oh, oh, like you get the yeah. ignorant folks that go, oh yeah, you gotta wear a bulletproof vest 24 hours a day. But then there's other people that that Gosh. look at you and, and reverence, like, damn, you from Chicago? What's that like? I gotta get over there. Like, I I I hear it's beautiful. Obviously, I have Michael Jordan. Y'all got this. Y'all got that. I can't wait to get up there. It's just Chicago it's just, is a mecca, bro. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, it's really underrated. It's really uh, an unsung city. I get a lot of, uh, when people tell me our comp cities, they say, okay, Toronto and Chicago are very similar. Uh, when you talk about like a New York, New York is of its own. Miami is of its own. LA is of its own. Atlanta is of its own. Chicago is different in a lot of different ways. Even from our lingo, if you say, like, I'm finna go to the store, people go, what's finna? Like, what? What is that? And only people from Chicago will understand where that comes from. Or if you hear a storyteller, like, okay, so I'm instantly, boom, he hit me with this, he hit me with that, whoop the bam. They go like, what is that about? But only people from Chicago will really get that or understand what that means. You understand? Chicago, we talk, like, I'm just talking about Chicago. We created our own language, bro. We talk in hip-hop. Right. Like we just said, we walked the band. I was telling somebody, like, we we talk in sounds and beats and rhythms. Like, man, we walked the band being and folks did that, you know, like, you know, like how we talk is just so crazy. But no matter what you say and how you say, it, if you're from Chicago, I know exactly what you mean. Exactly. It's not it's not a long it's not a lot of long talk. We got a couple more questions before we get you out of here, bro. Um, you had an interview with King Louis a little while ago, and mm -hmm. the one thing you said to him kind of struck a chord with me. You said, "We need you. We need we need." And what you meant, what I what I gathered from it, what you said was, when we when you said we need you, is that we need something from you as far as like this music or this presence. Talk about the scene in Chicago now, from a hip hop perspective. Who are the young boys and the young ladies that you that you that you got in your Serato right now that you're rocking with, and who uh, are the artists that you need something from, especially right now in the in the times that we're living in. Who do you need to kind of speak up and give us something? Shout out to Lil Baby, obviously, because he he came with a monumental album, a project that's that's catering to what we need right now. Um, just speak along those lines. Who who you looking for in Chicago? Um, definitely Louis. Um, the King Louis. I, I don't King. I don't think really King Louis understand the power he got as an artist. I agree. Shout out to Tony. Um, I don't think he understand what he what he means to the city. Um, so I would definitely love to see a Louis project and like a Louis project for Louis just really like letting us in, you know what I mean? Epic, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I think we definitely need something from Louis. Um, I would love to see the maturity 
uh, and Lil Dirk. I think Lil Dirk is, uh, yeah, I feel like Lil Dirk got, got a lot in him, know a lot, and just a straight boss all the way around. But I would love to see Lil Dirk give us a lot, especially with the times that we in with um, you know, social um, injustice, with COVID-19. Uh, I just actually interviewed one of his artists out here in Atlanta. And he was just telling me how Lil Durk was taking care of the whole team and making sure they were good and their families during this time. Crazy. So I would love, Shout out I would to love to, I would love this Dirk to get away from, uh, just give me an EP or something to get away from my homie stabbing me in the back of this being the voice of the streets and just, you know what I'm saying, showing the streets how to become a man out here and this shit. You know? Yeah, right on. Um, For sure. I would love to see that. I would love to see that from Dirk. Um, and the same thing from Keith. I think Keith owes us a project. <laughs> uh, it's about time. It's about time. You feel me? Yeah. I Sosa, think what's up? Him. Shout to Sosa. I want him to get vulnerable, too. I want Keith to, because Keith done lost a lot of people, a lot of his cousins, like Fredo, a lot of his guys and got killed over the years. Right. And he don't do interviews. He don't open up. He never talks about his career, what happened with the Interscope shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Him missing the 50 cent. And, like, and with Khalifa video shoot. Right, yeah, that was wild. Like what pops, what Fifty Cent was trying to do with Pop Smoke. Exactly. That's what he was trying to do. He was trying to do that with Keith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So what? 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 What could that have been? You know what I mean? Like what could that deal with a, a man with that much influence? Like what would that have been if he had a boss like Fifty giving them game and showing them how to level up? Like, um, it's like R. P. Pop Smoke too. So it's a lot with Keith, and I would love it like Keith to like get in depth and like give us, you know what I mean? Take us through that. You know, so we can understand him more. Um, and I think they got those artists that I named got so much influence on on the city right now, um, on the youth. I think if they if if they really spoke and really was vulnerable and gave us real man thoughts, I think it can shift a lot of ways. The shorties I think out here. Straight up. Um, who I'm riding to right now? Some artists that's coming up that I uh, that I'm listening to uh, from the crib. Uh, Polo G Heavy, uh, uh, 147 Cowboy. Shout out Cowboy. I, I listen to Cowboy. He's very underrated as an artist. Um, my boy Rio Chini. Um, I love Rio Chini music, and it's not even like a famous plug or like that, but I love Rio Chini. I think he's a very uh, slept on gym at the city. Uh, she get hundreds of thousands of views on all this stuff and his music actually got special to it. Um, my boy Lil Romo, I feel like he's the next uh, kid to come out the city. Reminds me of Meek Mill. Uh-huh. Real, hum- real humble. If you have a conversation with him, like got his head on his shoulder, so I love Romo. Um, yeah, it's a lot, bro. Uh, I was trying to see if I get some of these, these young ladies in here, man. I- it's this girl from Chicago, man. Once she get a record and get going, she's going to be amazing. Her name is Brittany Carter. She is amazing. Right on. She reminds me like the female Kendrick Lamar. Like, she is cold. Like, that's how that's how cold mm. she is with it. Um, but, yeah, Chicago got a lot of talent, man. I would love to see. I would love. Um, now that you think about it, Dan, that would have been dope for doing an RBA outside weekend. That them artists you feel me? Go. You hear me? You see what I'm saying, yeah. bro? Hell yeah! Even if it even if it had just been like an unplug, like pull up at the House of Blues or something, we 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 showcasing for the for the city, bro. Like that would have been that would have been awesome for us. You feel me? And then and then who knows? Especially now in the times where people kind of just sitting around waiting on stuff to happen, 
you know, the fourth is yesterday. People was out and about. You can you can tell the energy is buzzing. It's like, man, we if we if we had something, obviously everybody riding to riding to uh to pop smoke this weekend because his album just dropped. But imagine if we'd had somebody from Chicago dropping at the same time. You feel me? And that and they would have got their first exposure at All Star. You, I, that's that's all I was saying. I'm I'm not knocking nobody. I just feel like we this we as a city should have took way better advantage of of the moment, uh, and made much more of it. Because those are long lasting impressions, man. Like when they go back and review that dunk contest, the highlights of the other of the weekend was Yeezy coming through and, and the dunk contest and obviously the game itself, what it meant for uh honoring Kobe and his and his daughter. But you know, we we could have definitely put on for for the city and let and let the world know that Chicago is here in all facets. Like we can compete with anybody. So that's all I was saying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the one of the really things that it, uh about Chicago, Chicago is way with Chicago artists. What's up? Um, their their clout that they got is way bigger than the effort they put into their music. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the main thing that's that holds Chicago statement. artists that's back. Statement. Um, that's what holds Chicago artists back from us taking a wave because we itch at a wave every five to every five years since Keith came out. We, we itch at a wave like we itch like with a wave of artists that's just like buzzing through YouTube, buzzing through social media, buzzing through, you know what I'm saying, the streaming era. Like our artists are buzzing. We have a number of artists that are buzzing. They get views that people listen to. You know what I mean? Straight. But they, humility is like, gets in, them not being humble gets in the way of them actually breaking through and being a mainstream artist. Um, so then some of that music just is like, uh, I don't want to name drug no artists, but a lot of artists' music is not, up to par of what's out there, you know? Um, we always talk about why we can't be like Atlanta because Atlanta makes good music. I don't care what it is. Like, shit, that baby, little baby shit was hard. You can't force that shit down the throat because Future dropped the album too and these motherfuckers weren't gravitating towards that shit like that. Right. You know what I mean? If it's going to be good music, it's going to be good music. Drake dropped two projects. Uh, he dropped Views, Scorpion, and... None of them shits was classics like that. We went like all head over heels like we was to take care of and nothing was the same. So if you gonna make good music, you gonna make good music. I ain't none of that nobody supporting me and all that shit that people be talking about. Your music ain't that. And in, internally, you know you ain't putting out the hot shit. Now you're trying to bash other people saying they not support you. So I think that's the main reason for that because if you notice doing All-Star Weekend, one thing I love about Chicago is that we don't fuck with Fugazi shit. If your shit dope, we don't fuck with you. Not at all. You know what I mean? Like, even with black-owned businesses, with content, interviews, and shit like that, and we gonna tell you your shit weak. Like, we we the, we the city of jokes. Like, we the city, if you come to school and your shit ain't right, you're not gonna get a pass because we trying to get back to your feelings. Like, you gotta have tough skin to be from the city of Chicago. That's how we bred. You know what I'm saying? We say what's on our mind and we fuck with what's hot and what we feel like is hot. If your shit ain't hot, we not fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? Couple more questions, and, then we're gonna get you up out of here. Um, time of social injustice right now Riots was going on very heavy in the city uh, A lot of stuff was shut down Lori Lightfoot has been trying to do the best she can uh, To lead us into you know the next phase of humanity at this point Give us your perspective um, on what you saw During this time from, from the beginning of this whole thing With George Floyd up until you know you sitting in Atlanta right now Kind of reflecting um, what was your mindset when you were seeing all of this foolishness going on? 
Uh, you know, when you talking about the Lloyd Lightfoot thing, or you talking about as far as like the protest? Nah, nah. I mean, I mean, Lori, Lori's doing the best she can in terms of making sure that everybody kind of stay on their square. But in terms of these white folks getting out of pocket and not giving us our just due to the point where we standing up for ourselves and fighting against oppression. Um, you know, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, George Floyd and Maya Arbery. Um, but yeah, just 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 your perspective, man. From what you saw, what do you not only that, but what do you think uh, we can do in terms of pushing forward, in terms of getting results, like f- immediate results, instead of just this like this little silly shit they got where oh we're gonna sing, lift every voice and sing at the at the football games. Like that's not that's not what we're looking for right now. I just want to get it from your side. Or like maybe at the blackout Tuesday, and nobody knew what the fuck we were doing blackout Tuesday for. Right. Um. I would say um, we got our anger and frustration out after the protest. I think that was needed. Um, burning down shit. Uh, I'm not against. I'm not with burning down black-owned businesses, but I do. I do understand the frustration of the people once those initial things happen back to back to back. Um, but now I think now is more so we need to focus on less protesting and less marching and more policy. Uh, we got to focus on more putting stuff on paper, um, holding politicians accountable. And I just realized, I just learned this, that the LGBTQ community, um, when they have politicians that's running for office, they, uh, like in different cities, they um, they put a list of demands. They type up a list of demands and they make the politicians sign it. Oh, because that's what they want on their behalf, huh? Yeah, it's one of we gonna endorse you and then we're gonna put money in your and money behind you. These are our list of our demands, the things that we want, you know, things we want to address, things we want met, and we make the politicians sign them. So when they and that politician putting this penmanship to this 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 document, you know, to be seen, you know, um, not his word is documented. Wait, this is what he gonna do, you know? Um, gotcha. So I think we need to start focusing on that, like actually getting structure. Um, gotcha. Black yeah. folks, you smarter than black folks up right now, man. We need to we need to get behind something. Almost ten years in, man. Y'all coming up on y'all ten year anniversary next year. What is next for what's the word TV, bro? Um, what's some of the resources that you know we can get from you all, or what can we be on the lookout for in terms of empowering black folks and, and getting behind what's the word uh, as a pillar and as an institution for for black folks? What what can we be looking forward to? Uh, Wednesday, July 8th, we have this, our panel, our Stone Soup panel. And uh, a background on that, Stone Soup as a folk tale that's just about different people in the community bringing things together to make a meal. So so we basically, our theme around that is just everybody from different backgrounds uh, bring different resources so everybody can eat. And we, we don't really focus on issues, we focus on solutions. So, uh... Yeah. To better, to better our community. So we got a panel July 8th. Um, this this edition is talking about reforming the culture. So um, be on. The, I would love for everybody to look out for that and tune in to any type of discussions we have because the first one, we have people on that from real estate and finance and uh, just uh, top entertainment managers and giving like artists advice on how to navigate through COVID-19, giving people advice on real estate, like free game, like free investment game, like with how y'all should be going about certain things for free. Um, so on this panel, we talking about reforming the culture. So I would definitely say check out on that, um, different conversations, especially this, uh, protecting black women, this battle of protection. I, I, you know, looking forward to that. 
because I think that's a big thing and it's a, a conversation that we need to be had because our sisters don't feel like no one's out there looking out for them mm. and they Absolutely. got every right. So, and we're going to hear from women to talk about how and then we're going to ask, we got men on there that's going to ask different questions and men going to speak up. So it's just like we're just going to focus on our solutions. So I definitely think people should check out the song too, family. And as far as what's the word in general, bro, we got a lot of dope shit coming up. Uh, 10 years, um, we planning it out now. Uh, it's going to be something dope, man. I'm going to definitely have y'all in the In the right way, and that's, you know, that's important in these times. Plug yeah, I appreciate y'all, bro. Yeah, plug the spot, bro. Where can everybody find you at? Uh, you can find uh, follow What's the Word TV on all social media platforms. This is What's the Word TV for exclusive blogs, interviews, promotions, concerts, tickets, contests, any everything you need to know. Uh, YouTube is at What's the Word. Um, yeah. yeah. So you can find us there, man. My brother, Cody Mack, we appreciate you coming on the show and rocking with the Hitman, bro. Much love. Appreciate, well, I appreciate you, appreciate y'all, man. I'm not, I'm not talk too much, man. Let me know, man. Hell no, nah, bro. You did your thing. This is your Sorry, show, like man. we told you, bro. We appreciate you. When we when we we gonna need you back on for that ten year reunion, that ten year anniversary, we are gonna check in with you, bro. See what's happening. Oh, most definitely, man. Most definitely. All right, one hundred, bro. We gonna get with you. All right, God. Appreciate All right. that. Yeah, man. Powerful brother. Y'all make sure y'all check him out at What's the Word TV. Cody Mack, man. He put us on a little bit. He said he started back with Chill, back at Players Ball at Carbondale. You feel me? Yeah, man. Shout out to <laughs> Chill, man. Good times, man. Good times for sure. I didn't uh, even know that's how it started, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of a, you know, that's kind of how we started. But in a different way, not 10 years ago, but you know, 10 years ago, we was having these these same type of conversations. So to see what he's manifested in those, you know, nine going on 10 years, is something amazing. And the insight that he gave on, you know, just the talent in Chicago and how to, you know, like they say, hashtag build the crib, how he's trying to build the crib and making sure that these voices get heard in a land that sometimes is not heard until you actually leave the city. Um, it's very important. So shout out to Cody, man, for yeah. using this platform in the right way. Make sure y'all check him out again at What's the Word TV. Where you at, dog? You sound like you uh you back on your cool shit, remote location and stuff. Where you at this weekend? It's almost like an episode of uh man. Carmen San Diego. Where you at? Come on, man. Why is you keeping the geotags on your boy? Nah, man? I ain't doing all that. <laughs> I ain't chilling, bro. I ain't got to find my iPhone tag on you, bro. What's up? You what you doing this weekend, bro? bro? Why you can't tell nobody what's man, up? I'm I'm chilling, man. I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> recording. I'm actually recording from Vegas right now, man. It's it's, it's kind of early in the morning. Vegas, uh, but Vegas, yeah, man. I'm staying safe though. To people, I'm staying safe. I'm 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 you know staying COVID free. Got my mask. Got my N95 joints. Uh, I'm just really just chilling out, bro. Just soaking in some of this hot weather. Uh, gonna get up with some of uh, the good brothers and just you know just chill out. So that's what I'm on, man. That's that's all I can tell you, man. You trying to get you trying to get in depth, bro. Come on, man. Everybody wants to be a public figure. Everybody wants to do the Lincoln bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need you to be safe, bro, because we we got to do this every week. You know how people be having a plan in their bio. I think I I think I had that before. Like you know, you you be 
you talk, talking about yourself and then on the third line you got a plane and it's got all the places you've been and, 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 like, <laughs> and the peace sign oh, and all that though yeah. Yeah. Catching, catching flights not feelings anyways yeah. anyways <laughs> make sure y'all make sure y'all tap in with us each and every week man at the hitman podcast hit us in the mailbag the hitman podcast at gmail.com at label the known at mo underscore sal1 we gotta do something about that handle bro we gotta figure something out for you that's Man, we're gonna have to take suggestions. You know, that's just something that's just a handle I made off the fly because I couldn't use my last name. Uh, <laughs> the last name I had, I had to get rid of that for, for certain reasons. You know, I like the name, but I couldn't use it. So uh <laughs> so we might have to have a contest for people to like give me a name, a new name or something. So speaking of contest, we'll speaking of contest, we got what a up? big we got a giveaway coming up, up in the next couple of weeks. Y'all make sure y'all stay in tune to the oh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, 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 okay. man. I'm with it. We 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 moving up in the world, so we want to give back to the people that's been pouring into us. We appreciate all the love and support. Make sure y'all tap Definitely. in with us each and every week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We on all them things, wherever podcasts live. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, Reacher, Breaker, all of that. All that shit. Shout out, all that shit. Shout out to yeah, all that. <laughs> Shout out to the sponsor. So also, too. Yo. Shout out to them. Shout out to the sponsors. Uh, we gonna have some sports coming for y'all too. We got. Uh, we know it's a lot of a lot of rumblings that's going on in sports. We touched on a couple with Cody today, but we got some more topics that we want to get back into. So y'all hear from us soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure y'all tune in each and every week. We'll be back again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. We up out of here. Peace. What happened here was a miracle, and I want you to acknowledge it. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? Can we go now? Center. Oh, LeBron James with no 